Good morning, good evening, good night. I don't even know if you guys like that introduction, but I personally think it's like a cool, easy way to just move into the pod, you know, just kind of just get right into it. Yes, you guys are hearing raindrops again. And like I said, this isn't necessarily something uh, that I'm like trying my best. Like, I promise you, I do not look at the fucking AccuWeather and say, all right, guys, we're going to fucking record when it's raining. Let's get our shit ready to go. Now, nah, it's more like, you know, I try to record Wednesdays and Thursdays. Definitely get it done by Sunday, you know, to get it to you guys. Um, and again, shout out to Trev, who really works like hard as shit. And just, you know, just work with me, you know, because I'm not an easy person. I feel like I tell everybody that I'm not an easy person to work with. And it's not because, like, I'm over here, uh, you know, diva-like or any of that shit. It's just like, bro, shit just be moving so much for me. And it might get delayed. I might say, hey, man, Tuesday I get that episode to you. The next thing you know, it's like Saturday at midnight. Like, hey, man, that episode is uploaded. I'm sorry, but just so we can stay true to our word, you know, do you mind getting up and editing or whatever? And, like, Trev never ever like get mad none of that stuff you know and he also believes in it and to get someone to, like that believes and want to work just as hard you know for something that i hope he feels attached to it because he's a big part of this you know but if he you know it's not necessary like uh got me his baby or whatever again like i said i hope he feels a huge part of this because it does not work without him but yeah he he puts it in as if you know, it was like his own like child, you know, so just thank you. And I know that sounded kind of suspect in the beginning, but hey, it is what it is. We're recording this pod. You know, we're at a very cool spot in Harrisburg. Um, yes, it is raining. I'm at uh, Italian Lake Park in Harrisburg. It's a very, like, beautiful spot. My friend Jib showed me this uh this park and it's like it got turtles it got ducks it got swans um right now i'm recording in this little like amphitheater spot or whatever you want to call it um yeah because i i I had to get it done and i won't be able to get to the spot that i normally record when i'm home because you know you're right now which i'm kind of pissed off about i should have put my fucking uh rain jacket on but yeah i'm kind of packed up because tomorrow i'm in pittsburgh and um i was trying to hit like one more mic before i go down there and so i'm all packed up ready to fucking go and realized gotta get this pod out the way not like i forgot or something it's just like things didn't line up fourth of july just happened um spent time with my family and before i had the available day to do it just so happened to be here but I, I won't cheat you guys on quality. So, yes, I am still outside with my equipment, hoping it doesn't get damaged or wet or anything to make sure I get you guys that authentic, soothing, tight, you know, podcast that you guys expect. And also enjoy this. You know, it's like it it makes the world my playground. I get to go around in these cool spots and just hey hey, guys, go and share my thoughts from here and. I hope you guys get just as much fun or feel the fun that I get from doing this. And uh, this has been so beneficial. Let's first of all start there. This podcast, even though it's episode seven, I have been seeing the benefits and the effects of this podcast in my own personal life. Each week, I'm guaranteed to be vulnerable at least once, right? Because I got to do this and do it by myself. And I got to share, you know, things that's close to my heart. I try my best to. 
And the effects of that has kind of created, like, I want to say a muscle memory within, I guess, my emotional intelligence or whatever it may be that allows, I don't know, it's just coming out now. You know, I'm able to, like, share more things with my sisters. Not that I wasn't before, but, like, uh, stand-up is kind of like my thing. You know what I'm saying? This is my thing. And my family, they understand that I do it, but, you know, it's like, I just go and do my thing. I come back, you know, and I'm brother Josh, son Josh, whatever Josh they uh, know me as. And I also like it that way because it keeps me humble. No matter what I have done, who I have met or whatever, they would talk shit to me the same or remind me like, hey, man, your fucking shit come out and you used to piss yourself when you was a baby. So fuck it, <laughs> you know. But um, it's like cool things that I'm kind of showing them. Uh, like I was able to... You know, grab drinks with a few other comedians and stuff, and I don't really like to show them, like, any of that stuff, right? Drinking or any of that because it's something that necessarily I don't really try to participate in too much either, you know? Um, but one of the people I was with was a panelist for Andy Cohen. You know, my sister watched a lot of My sister Olivia watched a lot of reality TV show. And... So I was able to show her. She's like, what? You know her? And I was like, yeah, she know Andy Cohen. And they was, like, kind of excited, you know. And it's kind of like, okay, you know, because I feel comfortable to that. And in return, it's, like, cool shit because now they kind of see, like, oh, my brother isn't the guy. He don't know the guys, but he know the people to the guy, you know. I'm slowly walking up, you know, a little pat on the back. <laughs> nah, nah, that sounded terrible and corny. But it is what it is. You got to make it fun for yourself and whatever wins and you know, I'm going to enjoy showing them these people just as much as I, when I could say, hey, man, I got Sam Smith over for dinner. Or, like, ain't that crazy? I'm going to fucking Will Smith house. By that time, he'll probably be known as Uncle Will, but who knows? He's already 50. At some point, he's going to change. Like, Snoop Dogg had to become Uncle Snoop. That's just the way it goes. Man, I'm feeling good about, you know, today's pod. Not necessarily because I'm not saying it's going to be, like, positive or all these crazy stuff, but I just feel good that, you know, I'm getting it to you guys. And it's a good win, no matter what I'm faced with or whatever is going on. I know by Sunday, I'm going to get you guys this episode. And again, thanks again to Trev, because he is the person that <laughs> definitely makes sure this is possible. You know, 4th of July just passed, and every time 4th of July comes around, things things get... Not necessarily weird. You know, I always have a uh, okay holiday or whatever. But the few days before, it's like my friend Aki's birthday. And um, I don't... Not too many people hear about, you know, the Josh DeWay story. You know, how did Josh DeWay grow up? How What is going on in Josh DeWay's life? And a lot of that deals with... Because I know I'm in a, a different world right now. Um, I never forget where I came from. Uh, I always think back, I check in with everyone as much as I can, and, you know, I make sure the love is felt, and, you know, they love me back, but I understand, like, being real, 90% of my time, I'm spending it in this, like, different corporate, scholastic, whatever world, where people didn't grow with the same upbringing, understand, like, trials and tribulations, and blue collar, and, you know, all those things that, you know, make us I'm not going to say who you are because you can't blame those people for them not going through that. But 
they don't necessarily always understand that different side of life. And so on this pod, because it's more personal and I uh, I want to really grow up with you guys, you know, when Susan P- Todd is in like year 18 um, and we guys kind of look back and we got the new listeners or whatever jumping in, those who've been here since day one and I uh, just talk about certain things, it won't come as a shock, you know, when we talk about the friends and family that I lost or, you know, the, the hard times I had to experience growing up. And so just to get back to Aki, um, uh, I'm from Darby Barrow, Southwest Philly. Um, grew up in both those areas. And anybody there know, like, yo, death is part of the life there. You know, loss is something you're going to be faced with. A few years back, my friend Aki and my friend Josh, they were, they were killed, like, right outside one of our local Chinese stores. And I wish I could say that was, like, the first big friendship death I ever had in my life or any of that. But no, it wasn't the first and it wasn't the last, you know. Unfortunately, that's just that's just how my cards were dealt. And it was it's no instruction book on how to how to make these deaths get easier to cope with or any of that. Like each of us channeled that energy into something different. And for me, I just had to channel that into something like these people, unfortunately, weren't able to be here. You know, their life were cut short, was cut short. Um, but if they were here there's a lot of things that I think they would have loved to have done. So if any way I'm live my life to the best that I can as an honor to those people, like my cousin, Brian, you know, like ah, my Nazir, Melvin, like it's a lot of people I've lost in my life, but through that, when they look down, I just hope they see like, Hey, yo, like he didn't, he didn't do no dumb shit with the time he was given. He used that and really made something good out of himself. And I, I carry that with me all the time. And I do feel a lot of guilt though with that. Cause like I said, I'm able to experience and make it out of certain things that a lot of my friends back home wasn't able to escape or make it out of. And some it's not a question of why me, but it's more like, I hope they understand like I'm still me through it all. Because in that world, people assume, like, you, even at the highest level, right? they like, yo, he make it out, and then he leave, and he'll never come back. And it's a real argument to have, to be had on both sides, right? Like, uh, those big celebrities or whatever, you shouldn't be leaving your community. But if they leave, I feel like the community has to give an internal look in themselves first, right? Because we, we still have the story of Nipsey. Nipsey was doing everything he could. For, like, his hood, just giving, you know, he was supplying jobs. He started a whole, you know, store, just a, a cultural movement. You know, we still say the marathon continues to this day because of Nipsey. And he tried his best to stay in this hood, and he died in this hood. And he was one of the best rappers at the time of his death. And I, I, I feel like it's a very scary conversation that people don't want to have because they don't know like who responsibility like falls on the individual the system you know the culture i get it it's it's a very complicated thing to deal with but i think what we all could start is just giving each other the benefit of doubt those who come from that community those who left the community but still internally is part of that community Cause there's a lot of like, uh, you know, miscommunication going on. I definitely feel that way. People feel like you leave, you become bougie, and you forget where you come from. 
And the people who, you know, left are like, well, I can't come back and help you guys because y'all won't understand, which I don't think both. It can be true in certain situations. Obviously, every situation is different, but I want to say at least 50-50 chance that that's not the case every time, you know? But it's like, how do you convey this? Because it's all a trust thing. Trust is a funny thing. Trust is a, a crazy thing. It's like, because faith is believing, you know, no matter what happens, something is going to work out. Trust isn't like, I necessarily need something to work out or whatever. I just need you to, I just need to trust that like, you'll be there through it all. It's easier to have faith because you're yeah, hoping for the good. Trust is just hoping that you have the foundation that you are a person that I could pretty much be vulnerable with, depend on, whatever it may be underneath your realm of trust. It's just, it's just, man. I see it a lot. And these are things that obviously I'm going to keep thinking of and dealing with because for a few reasons why I need to get this right. I need to get it right, you know, for myself. Because inna innately, I, lo I love having to deal with this and facing the tough questions and the hard fought thoughts that keep, you know, individuals up at night. Because out of that, you know, degree of going through that difficulty comes very creative and beautiful solutions and like more self-awakenings and uh, if you're willing to just go through the internal grind of who you are and really figure some stuff out it will i think it will always be beneficial even if it devastates you you now know where you stand in life even if it breaks you apart you now know hey you got to work on building i also want to you know figure this out and be able to translate between these different worlds and you know hopefully share my story one day just because i'm gonna die one day y'all you're gonna die everybody gonna die not to get depressing but i'm gonna die one day and before i do it i want to make sure i give my knowledge and everything that i've learned in this life to the next generation because i want them they gotta answer they should spend their time answering the questions of their time not answering questions of age-old arguments. I want to be able to be like, all right, man, here's the solution to this, and I'm out. Now you got to go solve this, <laughs> you know? Spend your time on that. I never experienced that. This is what I experienced, so hurry up, learn this shit. Let's streamline off of that, and then you go solve that, and you keep help building us to a, a better spot. It's all so tough. It's all so tough. I like I like to look at other people and see how they how they build themselves up necessarily, right? Because we, that's what we're all doing. We're always building ourselves up, whether it's building our resume, our career, our financial stability, whatever. We're always building some shit in our fucking life. And sometimes you are building on top of a loss or you're building from scratch, whatever you're building. I have a friend named Jimmy, um, and I'm a, Jimmy's a really good friend of mine. I fuck with Jimmy a lot. Uh, really good dude. Uh, not enough adjectives of niceness could be said about him, at least by me. Obviously, I understand, like, other people may have a different view of whoever. Like, same way. some people think I'm a dick. Other people love me. I 
hey, I have no control. But right now, on this side, the Josh DeWay side, Jimmy's a fucking good man in my book. And I had a chance to see Jimmy um, kind of, like, who he is now is just fucking crazy. And not to sound offensive with this or whatever, um, Jimmy was big. And I didn't necessarily notice he was big until one day he pointed out to me, um, and it was just an awkward conversation because he 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 said it so little. He's like, "Yo, I was I was fat, man. I was I was fucking fat, and I gotta get this shit done." And the thing about just keeping your head down and building, like Jimmy, is a uh, you obviously start with one goal, but just on your route to accomplish that one goal, you you gain all these crazy attributes and things, bro. You see Jimmy now. You know, not saying again, like he was on no 600 pound life or that. He wasn't that big and that stuff, but he just wanted to get to who he was um, and his past. And I, I feel bad, Jimmy, if, if I'm telling this story and kind of making it sound more fucked up than what it is or whatever. It's just, I'm just trying to get to the lessons that I feel like people will be interested in here. Um, but you have seen Jimmy, this man borderlines by look like fucking Superman. All right. He just started off like I want to get healthy for me, and now this dude could damn near model for GQ. He's in a very happy relationship. This man is kicking ass career-wise, got a nice spot, and it's just I think the person that he learned and that he had to become as he went through his journey of getting to the healthier version of himself has definitely helped him and given him these tools that spread into these other areas or attracted these other blessings in his life. And I share this story with Jimmy just to encourage anyone to say, take the first step. Take that first step towards whatever that goal is. And if you don't accomplish that goal, you know, because the crazy thing is, <clears throat> I don't think at the end of the day, right, no matter what your journey or whatever it is in life, if you really practice and do this shit right, even you say discipline, you don't get what you want in life, you get what you need. And what you need, to be honest, is a thousand times better than what you want. Guys, I I I I'm should I start speaking in tongues about this? <laughs> Look, there's no reason to provide any more examples of that if you couldn't get that through Jimmy. Great story, you know. I feel bad. I might have to have Jimmy come on or something. It's weird, guys. We're getting to that point where we might have a guest. We might have a guest coming on. Um, I I don't necessarily see this being a guest podcast we won't it won't be a, a frequent thing or whatever but um someone that i find very interesting in my life and i have learned from a lot in the short time that i've known them and how they live and conduct themselves i feel like has a lot that people will be interested in hearing and could offer a lot of great perspectives because he's very similar to me much older but very similar to me in a sense of having to navigate through two different and just two completely different worlds, you know, and being the man that he is today and from the man where he came from is so, it's a, it's a very vast change. And I'm very curious to pick his brain live on like audio or recording and just let, you know, the listeners listen to it and interpret it and grab whatever nuggets of information they need from that. Um, that's a thing that I'm probably planning on to have next week, Thursday. After that, there'll probably be no guests for a while. 
So I just want to give, you know, all you guys, I need to stop using guys. I don't want to offend anybody with the pronouns or whatever. It's just guys like, ah, and it was my guys. I told you I've been, I didn't tell you guys, I've been watching The Sopranos. So, you know, that's why I'm probably using a lot of guys in my fucking voice. Uh, my girlfriend's mad because as I'm watching The Sopranos, I'm talking, I'm talking just like them all the time, man. And I'm doing it to everybody. It's, I love this show. I love it so much. Uh, I don't know why it took me so long in life to find it, but I love it. You come over to my house. I had a friend come over the other day. And I was like, hey, man, you hungry? Of course you're hungry. Yeah, man, all men do is eat. You know, what you want to play it of? And it was just. <laughs> and I know these are very bad impressions, and I'm not trying to offend anyone. Hope you guys. It's It's a very great show. I didn't even really. Sometimes as I do these things, I. The sounds, you get so used to them, and you're just in it. But I'll look up. I'm not saying I'm not looking down the whole time, but as I'm talking to you guys, I'm just in my thoughts, you know, replaying stories in my head, whatever. Um, but then you come out of that, and you see, like, oh, shit, this is a very beautiful, beautiful spot. Shit just happened to me right here. And then you start to think about, like, yo, I'm really able to record in these beautiful spots, and it go grand right you know on a macro level and you just think like this is a lot of kids you know are traveling three miles to get some water a lot of people are hoping to walk over fucking mimes and shit because they're unfortunately in a war zone this and that and you know it just i feel like you cannot capture that internal realization well you can if you're thinking about obviously or meditating on it but like a good correction natural correction or something in life to make us take a look in ourselves is a beautiful scenic piece of nature and it will do that it does that for me all the time so even on a bad day nine times i'll see something that make me like very grateful starting with nature i always feel like i always say this this episode was all over the place it was a lot of things and I just always feel that way because, y'all, this is a, a thing that's based on a lot of, like, sharing ideas and being emotional. So it's hard to kind of, you know, hit this structure point every time. But through this chaos and as we listen to each episode and we keep making it through or whatever, I just really hope that I'm sharing something good out there that people are just like, yo... I fuck with it. And I know a lot of people are thinking that because of the feedback that I get. And I don't, first of all, thank you to all you who ever, ever took a second out to write me back or anything. Say like, hey, I love this or you're doing this. And I know I try to say thank you <laughs> damn near almost every episode now. But for real, because anybody could uh, write a check. Anybody could just play it or whatever. But to take the time out to write that, because that takes time. And time is something in this life you can never get back. Before I go, you guys already know. Um, got to share a song. Definitely got to share a song. And I'm just going to shout out The Mistakes by Mare. The song is not The Mistakes. It's just Mistakes. But it's by the artist Mari. M-O-R-A-R-M-O-R-R-A-Y. I love this guy, man. It's easy for me to fall in love with anybody who makes music or put a song because that shit just pulls on the heartstrings. So you gonna hear me say that about every artist, and I mean that. When I say I love these people, I do because that shit is 
that's something that gives me life. You giving me life, brother. And he got this great song out that just it's motivation, but it's also like just some food for thought of like how you should be conducting your moves a little bit now and then just keep on going to all the soldiers out there. So I'm going to give you guys a quick synopsis on the song. Kind of running late to hit the road and go. Need to hurry up and be at this spot. And then that's it. I'm in Pittsburgh for the next two days living out the suitcase. <laughs> I do all right, guys. But I, I enjoy carrying a suitcase. That's that's my closet, right? <laughs> so, you know, whatever I got. Just got my car, the road, my stories. And then be back home to see my beautiful girlfriend, my family, my friends. And I'm not rich financially. But I do feel like I'm rich in life. So, if you guys made it to end this episode, I hope in some way I have shared and add it to your riches in life. And um, until next week, keep killing it. This has been another episode of Soothing Tide with your host, Josh DeWay. And wishing you guys nothing but blessings and well wishes. Peace.